You're listening to the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast. I'm your host, Angela Sanchez, beauty business mentor and founder of Beauty Business Co. I want you to believe that you can achieve anything if you set your mind to it. I'll be interviewing leading beauty industry professionals and discovering exactly what drove them to becoming the hashtag beauty boss they are today. Are you ready to be inspired? You're listening to episode 60 of the Confessions of a Hashtag Beauty Boss podcast with today's guest, Julie Leverington. Julie's beauty journey began in hairdressing, but she soon realized her passion for health, wellness, and skin, and then she studied beauty therapy before working at a five-star day spa in Scotland. Since moving to Australia, Julie has worked in award-winning day spas and salons specializing in skin health. With her passion for developing business, Julie stepped into a BDM role in 2017 and now works for one of the largest beauty distributors in Australia as one of their senior business development managers. Julie loves working with her clinics to bring out their absolute best, maximizing on client experience, results and profitability. I'm looking forward to catching Julie at the Australian Beauty Expo. I'm literally about to jump in an Uber, head to the airport from the Sunshine Coast to Sydney. I'm so excited to be meeting all of our Beauty Boss members that are going to be at the Expo over the weekend and celebrating with you all because there is so many milestones to say, yes, we made it. We are back to in-person events. I can't wait to mingle with you, have a champagne. If you see me down at Beauty Expo, I hope that you say hello. And if you are at any of the gala events, uh, the ABIC Awards Night, the O Cosmetics Awards Night, and the Australian Beauty Industry Awards, let's have a boogie on the dance floor. I will see you all there and I hope you enjoy this episode. Julie, welcome to my virtual beauty lounge. It is so good to have you on the show today. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. How are you? I am so good. I'm so happy to have you here. I've been wanting to have you as a guest for such a long time. We've known each other now for, I think we were just chatting, like nearly five years. You've been professional beauty solutions and when I had my salon Butorium, I stocked a few of the PBS brands that I was partnered with and Yeah, you were such a great support to me back when I had my salon. So it's been really lovely to stay connected with you and keep following along your journey and likewise with mine. And I know that PBS have supported Beauty Business Co. in so many incredible ways and contributed to our retreats. And it's just, again, looking back at so many ways our industry can go and the paths that we take and I've just really loved getting to know you and thank you so much for being such a big support to me. (laughs) Oh, my pleasure. It's been great working with you, like both when you have Butorium and still now with your beauty and boss business as well and seeing what a community you've created as well, Angela, is absolutely amazing. And I know so many of our PBS community are with you and that's what I love. I just love community in our industry and it's so important. Yeah, it truly is. I know it's been a little while, so it's really nice to still be connected with the PBS brand as well. So before we get into the show, I would love for you to let us know what is your definition of a hashtag beauty boss? 
Oh, that's a good question. Um, well, I think for me, obviously looking from the outside and the fact that I don't own a business, but I'm partnered with the biggest kind of wholesale um, company of Australia, Professional Beauty Solutions. What I love about beauty bosses that we work with is there are more so now after the pandemic about collaboration over competition and seeing all of our businesses work together and support each other is definitely my definition of a hashtag beauty bosses that support being there for the good of our industry and the growth of our industry I think is just phenomenal yeah it truly truly is it's so amazing to see like in 2022, the beauty business owner is very open to sharing with another beauty business owner how they have succeeded. And I think that PBS has created a really great culture around that. And I know a part of, you know, a mission that you have in your work, but also a part of your values, Jules, is really making sure that they are feeling uplifted and empowered with that knowledge to really succeed in business. It's not just about kind of showing what the brand itself has you're so much more than what your job actually <laughs> entails <laughs> because you're so passionate in that so yeah and I can see from who you've worked with as well how much success they are now having in their business as well so you're doing such an incredible job with the company but yeah good definition there <laughs> <laughs> so Absolutely. we will get on with sharing your story because you've been in the industry for quite a long time. Tell us where it all began. Why did you choose to be a part of the beauty industry and just share a bit about what your kind of role is and how you do support the beauty industry today? Yeah, sure. So I actually started in our industry as um, a hairdresser. So I started that when I was 16. I was not really into school that much. Mum gave me an ultimatum. I either had to get a job or go to uni if I wanted to leave school early. So that's what I did. I went out and found myself an apprenticeship in hairdressing. Um, I think I did that for about four years. So got my, you know, my level two, my level three hairdressing. Absolutely hated it. It was only to get out of school. And then I kind of, um, I came to Australia um, to be with my, at that time, just boyfriend and just having a break and having four months over here. And I went back and kind of just did a few odd jobs, managed a couple of pubs and things like that. And then I really knew that beauty was in my heart. I knew that I had to go back and explore what I always wanted to be in was beauty therapy. So I made the really big decision to take myself back off to college to do my beauty therapy. And that obviously involved me and Trent having long distance relationships during his off season of racing. So over that Christmas time, but it was so worth it. I got my beauty therapy um, diploma joined an amazing day spa over in Scotland and I was there until I moved out to Australia. So my passion was definitely spa to begin with. I loved the luxury. I loved the experience you could give someone in that day spa environment. And then when I moved out here to Australia, um, I started in a day spa and then actually ended up working for Pure Indulgence, which Angela, you know very well. Um, And they taught me so much. I grew so much with that company. Absolutely loved working with them and what they taught me. And then my body kind of gave out a little bit in doing treatments after doing hairdressing and then obviously spa therapies, which involves a lot of massage. I've got tendonitis in both shoulders. 
and took the plunge to apply for a business development role, which I got. So my first business development role was about eight years ago. And I was working with just solely one brand, which was a spa brand. Absolutely loved that as well. It was great to see that brand grow while I was with it. And then after having my little girl Tilly, I decided to make a change. And the day I decided I wasn't going back to my old job, I um, saw the advertisement for our business development manager in Queensland. And that's when I joined Professional Beauty Solutions. And I've been here since then. And that's almost five years now. So it's been an incredible journey with Matt and Lisa. It's a massive jump going from being a business development manager with one brand to I think there was nine brands when I joined and it's no days ever the same for me anymore and I always say to Matt and Lisa there's no way I could go back to just um, mentoring one brand I love how I work with hairdressers through to beauty therapists skin clinics right the way through to doctors as well so no days ever the same and I get to support so many people in the area I look after and I'm just so incredibly passionate about who PBS are and why they look at everybody's business as a whole we're not just here to support them and just the brand they have with us we really want to help them grow in their entirety so that's very much what I'm about I love sitting down I love getting to know my business owners and what their goals are and really help them strive to meet those and yeah a lot of them have on their goal list some PBS awards so it's really great when they take out those as well Yes, I know. I will never, ever forget the moment when you encouraged me to go for the PBS award, the, I think it was the marketing one that I. Yeah, I, marketing excellence. Yeah. Yes. And it was such a proud moment of mine because I was such a small business. I was a solo owned beauty salon and I kind of had in my head that self-worth of like, well, why would I win an award like this? I'm so small. And it was so beautiful to know that PBS being such a big company that it was, that they were actually there encouraging small business owners to, you know, be proud of who they are. And it wasn't just because I was, you know, solo owned and operated. It was what I was doing to actually encourage my clients to come in and kind of the out of the box thinking with video marketing being so fresh and new. And I was tapping into that and gosh, I can't believe how fast the digital age has actually sped by me because back then that was only five years ago and we were just talking about putting videos into your promotional marketing and stuff like that. So it just blows my mind. Yeah. Like I'm truly do see PBS investing so much in their stockers and those that partner with them. It's just so much more than the product, as I said before itself. So yeah, it's nice. If you are thinking it's, it is award season coming up in the time that we record this and I think all nominations and stuff have been in, but yeah, if you're ever feeling like, oh, I wonder if I could ever do anything or submit anything and be nominated, I encourage everyone to do that because it really gave me so much confidence. And not only that, from like a confidence perspective of submitting something for myself, but then the people that came up to me afterwards at the awards saying all sorts of things like, oh, wow, what motivates you to, you know, keep on going with the marketing because it's so overwhelming. And it just fueled me obviously more with Beauty Business Co because there's so many people that are needing support in that area as well. Yeah, so it does so many different things to a person when they go and put themselves out there. And it's great that PBS give the opportunity as for that in the brand itself as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. We even had, I think last year was the first time we had the owner operator award as well. So, and that's the thing we love our small owner operator businesses as much as the very large businesses we work with across the country, because, you know, we see the passion you're driving that every single day. And we absolutely love to see every single partner of ours grow, whether they're big or small. Yeah, it's really beautiful. So which hurdles, you speak to a lot of beauty business owners (laughs) and I'm sure the list could probably take up the whole time of this podcast, but which hurdles do you continually see popping up when it comes to running a beauty business? Look, I'm going to say my number one hurdle that I always see and what my business owners battle with on a daily is team. So they're always in a, not everyone, but there's a lot of people out there that are in that state of fear where they don't know whether should I invest this much training into my team? Because what if they up and leave? But that the time you spend not investing in training your team, supporting your team, putting in that extra professional development, that far outweighs the fact if you just invest all of that into your team, they're more likely to stay with you. They see the value of being with you in that team and how much they can grow with you. Obviously, people do move on eventually, but we see how much training and investing in team meetings and team huddles in the morning, how much that actually can transform your business, not only for the morale of the team and staying together, but that education of your clients that are walking through your doors to be able to keep them as a loyal VIP client with you and be able to increase that client spend per visit as well and getting truly amazing results. And that really is what I always say to all of my business owners, invest in your training, invest in your team. You will thank yourself for it 10 times over because it really will bring that return. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I get where everyone is coming from when it comes to team and people, you know, coming on board and then unfortunately maybe going a different path or or that, but it's a mindset, right? I feel like if a business owner can have that mindset of, you know what, the people that I employ are going to become the best therapist or the best skin therapist or best receptionist. And I'm going to invest in them so that I can help propel their career. You know, we're not going to have them forever. Like it's just life, you know, we aren't attached, they aren't attached to us. And I think it's important to know that if you can, I don't know, I just come from that place of like, if I can help someone propel in their career and be who they want to truly be in their future and be a part of that, then that's pretty special. And I know that it can be hard because then you've got to find someone else. And I did struggle with this when I had my own salon too, but I always did never hold myself attached to that person. Like if they didn't want to stay or if they had another vision, a part of their path, then that was okay, you know? Yeah. But your education that you do have a part of PBS is phenomenal. Like it's online where people can kind of do it at their own pace in their own time. Cause you know, life can be busy and it's hard to get out of the business and spend a day in training, but then your in-person training that you do have just goes that like step deeper, doesn't it? Cause you've got that hands-on education as well. Yeah. So we've got a complete, um, 
pathway, like education pathway for every single brand that we do have. And we do encourage that any major brand that we do classroom training that, you know, at least one person from the salon or the clinic comes to that once a year, just to freshen up on skills. Because we do like when you're doing your same job every single day, you get into your habits, you get into your favorite products, you forget about different treatment plans that you can be doing for your clients. So it just really re-energizes you as well. And the other thing I'd highly encourage business owners to do as well is make sure that they do have a client journey for everything that they do so that, you know, your therapists have structure. Everyone is greeted the same way. Everyone is brought into a room and start treatments and finish treatments the same way. Obviously, everyone will have their own touch, but there should be a client journey mapped out for absolutely everything you do in your business so that you know whether Kim's doing that treatment today or Sarah's doing that treatment today, that client is still going to be nurtured in the way you want to be done within your business. Yeah, absolutely. It's like work, walking into, you know, a Mac store or like an Apple yeah. store sorry. and every single one that you walk into is pretty much the same way as it's set out and each staff member being at the front greeting you, like every single store has that. I think if we're looking at our businesses, how can we create that continuity within that one space that we have? What doesn't matter. And that's when it comes to that team retention as well. It doesn't matter who you go with, they're all going to be delivering the same service. And when it comes to the business owner looking to step off the floor, that transition becomes a lot easier because they feel confident with any staff member anyway, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's so, so important if you are looking, you know, if you've been working in your business for so long and you know it's the time to take that step back and actually work on your business rather than in it, those client journeys are so important for that transition to be really nice and smooth. Yeah, 100%. So what are your two top important tips for the aspired beauty boss listener to learn from when they're starting their own business? Okay, so when someone starts their own business, my number one, because obviously we get a lot of inquiries for brand new businesses coming through to us on a daily basis. I always say, know what your values are of your business and who you actually want to be as a beauty boss. You know, what do you want to specialize in? What do you want to focus on? What do you want to be known as? Because you need to be super clear on that to be able to make the decision of what your menu is going to look like, what brands are you going to partner with? All of that needs to be fully aligned for you to be successful in your business so that's my number one tip is know truly who you are and what you want to specialize in and number two know your numbers so make sure you know what your break-even point is when you're starting a business and make sure you know your profitability per treatment as well so we obviously offer that with all of our brands but you know every brand out there will be able to give you your profit per minute on your treatments and just so that you know that you can go in confidently you might not be making money right at the start but at least know your numbers and what you kind of need to take home each week or what your goal is going to be. Even if you're on an operator, you should still start your week or your day at setting up your goals like you would for your own team. And then that way you're always driving yourself to push that little bit further and grow your business every single day by knowing your numbers. Yes. Yeah. That's a big one. I think it can be a bit of a headache for a lot of people that are starting out. I mean, We didn't go to beauty school to, first of all, be amazing social media marketers, which is like (laughs) teaching. And then from knowing your numbers side and, you know, it's all about making sure that you're leaning into people that can support you. And once again, I think I'm going to say it probably 10 times on this show, being a part of the PBS partnership, it's so amazing that they've got people like yourself, Jules, who can actually 
help. You've got spreadsheets. I remember being part of PBS and receiving Excel sheets or what would you say, like maybe survey forms. That's actually, you know, going through questionnaires to really identify who you are as a business owner, you know, what you want to specialize in and then going down and working out that profit per minute if you were to go with a particular brand that you did have under your banner. So it was really empowering with knowing that knowledge, how I can actually you know, price my treatments and then not go too cheap in the beginning, you know, because we all start somewhere. And I know that we want the traffic to come through our door, but it's not about undervaluing our worth from the get go, which is going to really be the definition of your success, knowing that you're actually making a profit from the beginning. Yeah, exactly. And you never want to, I highly encourage people not to discount. As you said, you want to value add because discounting almost attracts the wrong customer through your doors. Your discount shoppers don't have any loyalty. They will jump from salon to salon for the best deal. When you're starting a business, you want to create a community within your own business. It's going to be your VIP loyalty clients for years to come and you don't achieve them by being too cheap or discounting hard. It's just about showing absolute value in what you're doing. So I guess that's probably another tip is we're always talking about value adding rather than discounting things in. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So I know that you're not on like in the business creating the marketing for PBS, but do you love some apps on your phone specifically that could help a beauty business owner listening? Yeah, definitely. So I love Canva. I'm not that great at it, but hey, we've actually got a, a video from our beautiful marketing team that shows you just how to use your Canva. But I do love the ability to jump on and make, you know, your own marketing or take our marketing and put your own spin on it. So it's really unique to you as well. Uh, what else? Do I love? Obviously, I love Instagram. I'm always on there watching what content that my clients are creating. And I think video content, Angela, I remember us doing video content you know, back five years ago, it's so changed now with your reels and being able to go live and your Instagram stories. I think it's really important for you to step outside your comfort zone, put yourself out there, do a fun reel. Like it can really attract different people through your doors. And I guess, don't forget with Instagram, there's people that will scroll and look at your posts. And there's people that like me that's on Instagram stories and just flick through that. So just make sure that you're really getting your story across when you're doing all of your Instagram posts. And my other one would be the I am app. So that pops up, I think every hour for me with a little gratitude or a little positive saying and I think that really helped you get through your day as well oh I love that that's a really good one I um also love Canva as well and it's great to have the Canva app on your phone because you can do quick things even if there's pictures of your team that you want to take you can actually you know take them and then remove the background of what they're in and you know put a promotion together or maybe like a little I am affirmation from yourself or a team member and post it up on Instagram so it's you know that really great apps and making them also into video form is available through Canva now so yeah creating gifts and stuff like that it's never been easier <laughs> yeah it makes it super easy now doesn't it yeah it does So what's one thing you're constantly searching for when it comes to support in what you do daily, Jules? You're a mama, you're a busy full-time worker. And, you know, I think also as much as we can set boundaries for ourselves and our personal life, you are also pretty much on call for so many stockers that might need things on the instant for you. So I can imagine you're getting pulled in so many different directions. 
Yeah, look, life is super busy. But as I said before, I absolutely love it. I really thrive when I am incredibly busy. But I guess what I'm always putting together, because obviously I help support the business development manager team um, at PBS as well, is coming up with systems to make things easier for the girls when they're on the road. Or, you know, if you do something more than once, I say create it as a template. So I'm always searching for a way. How can we make that easier? How can we put that into a system maybe for our team? Or how can we system? Customize that for a business owner because if we can make something a lot quicker that they're doing on a daily basis then you know that frees up some time that you can maybe be working on more marketing or reaching out to their VIPs so I think it's just important to really analyze you know what you're doing on the daily and making sure that you're actually working on the important and urgent tasks and not getting lost in little stuff that probably doesn't need done so yeah that's always what I'm looking for is what can I put into a system for someone to make life a whole lot easier. Yeah. And so do you have a part of the PBS team, like a project management system that you're all a part of, like Asana or Monday? No, our head office team certainly do. So a lot of them work off Asana, especially the marketing team, because they're so large now. I think they're up to eight inside the marketing team now. Oh, wow. So they're truly good. Um, Myself, I do have one that I work from, but, you know, we have got systems on the daily. So I have daily checklists for all of the business development managers about what the daily, weekly, monthly and quarterly tasks are as a business development manager within PBS. So I'm just constantly trying to think of things just to make things, you know, life that little bit easier and being able to do things a lot quicker because you're pretty much go, go, go from the minute your phone starts ringing at nine o'clock to the last one at maybe six o'clock at night. So I absolutely love having a system in place so that we're structured and we're getting things done in the most efficient manner. Yeah, absolutely. And like for the beauty business owner listening as well, this is something that you can implement. I think gone are the days of the big policies and procedure manuals that we made our teams look through and hopefully they read at night before they started their shift. When having like these systems where you can actually delegate tasks to and actually, I don't know, upload a video conversation with some of the um, members we have inside Beauty Boss Pro, they also have like their own Facebook groups with their team yeah. or maybe like a WhatsApp thread or something or a Voxer thread, which is also great. So it's like looking into, you know, what works best for you. Do people like voice messaging or will they look at your videos inside a group or that sort of get mixed in the rest of the notifications that they have? But I do love also working with Asana because I can you know, not be kind of the bottleneck in my business, having to kind of be across everything all the time. It's like when a system is put in place and then you've popped it in for the person to actually go and do the task, then you're really not having to kind of look over them all the time. And knowing that's actually been done by somebody can also, yeah, help free up so much time. It's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. I love a good system. I love a good uh, list to be ticking off and being able to delegate when something's not your strong point. So if you've got a younger team member that absolutely loves socials, get them to do some stories and some reels for you as well, if that's not your thing. Yes. Yeah. I could go on for hours on that one too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We don't have to be creating at all. You know, I think a lot of business owners, they think, oh, well, I've got to show up every single day. And it's like, oh, I think you've got about five team members. And I don't think anyone would know that looking at your socials because you're the one that's always in front of them. So are they get them to introduce themselves and have them hold a bit of accountability of not just being the therapist inside the treatment room, but also being, you know, on board with educating through digital marketing as well. Because we can speak to so many customers that 
Australia-wide and not just for our local community walking through our door. Do you imagine speaking about one of the image skincare sunscreens back five years ago to my audience on Instagram or Facebook Live? And yeah, that would be just an opportunity for more people to be able to see who I am, what I do and what I sell as well. Yeah, absolutely. Hiding behind the screens. (laughs) Yeah. Absolutely. And I think um, a lot of, I encourage a lot of my business owners now to actually make social media and education part of their KPIs so that every single team member is involved in getting on socials, making it educational, making it fun. And again, you don't just want to be the face of your business. If you are looking at stepping back to work more on the business rather than in it, you need your team um, up front and center and showcasing that they know just as much as you do. They have just the same tools and education and we need to make sure that's shines through on socials and everywhere else as well. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So do you have any specific routines that you stick to, to set your day up for success? Yeah, so I'm very much a structure person, if you haven't heard that in me already. So I start my <laughs> start my day the same all the time. So I do actually try and practice um, gratitude in the morning and listen to either podcast while I'm getting ready or put on, you know, really uplifting kind of music to start my day. So I always find that if how you start your day is how you will end it. So you do need to end it with positivity. So, and I also do my affirmation cards as well. So that's kind of my structure for the day. If I can, I'll exercise as well. I've been pretty slack of that of late, but I know exercise does make me feel good in the morning, but it's mainly about practicing gratitude before you start starting in that really positive light so that no matter what's thrown at you by the time you start at you know eight nine o'clock that you are in a really good headspace to take that on so that's super important that you you structure and start your day positively yeah I'm with you with that it's so important getting a bit of sunshine can make the world of difference even if it's just five minutes where you're like step outside because sometimes we can just get into the checking the emails as soon as we wake up and then you're making your coffee and then you're sort of running out the door because you know life but having those even five to ten minutes just to yourself can make the world of difference as well yeah especially if you've got kids and you're running around all morning as well just before you start work just take that five minutes just to kind of recenter yourself and before you start your day and I really um, encourage business owners to do that with your team as well so we were massive on it when I was still working at Pure Indulgence where we would always have our morning meetings and I would be blasting really fun and happy music in the salon before the girls walked in for the day just so that we were no matter what was going on in their lives before they walked through the door they felt happy when they walked into work and felt supported in what was happening in their day. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real big game changer. I think from a team culture perspective as well, doing that. Yep, definitely. Let's move on to some rapid fire questions. What's the best book you've ever read? Oh, okay. That's a toss up between Atomic Habits and Think Like a Monk. Oh, both my faves. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Who is someone that you would love to meet in person? It's actually Jay Shetty. I absolutely love him. So after um, reading Think Like a Monk, um, I've been listening to his podcast and watching his Instagram and I would absolutely love to meet him. Yeah. Can you make sure you invite me to come? Yes. To find out <laughs> if he's coming to Australia before I do and then we can go together. I think he's yeah. absolutely magnificent to be in yeah. his presence. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> what is one thing you have procrastinated about this week? Can I say this question? 
<laughs> no, I'm going to say something silly and ridiculous like washing my car. I got a brand new car last week and I've been procrastinating about the fact I've got to stay on the weekly wash because it's brand new and needs to keep looking shiny. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is something you would jump at if you knew you wouldn't fail? I think I'd probably go back to studying. I think I'd really like to do nutrition and maybe more that nutrition counseling. I feel like that's something that I would absolutely love to do, not only for my head personally, but to help so many people out there. Yeah, I can see that within you. You've always been attached to that wellness side, um, just from business, but also following your journey as well. I've loved kind of you giving tips and things like that along the way. So you've got it in you, Jules. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe one day. (laughs) Maybe. If you were stranded on a deserted island with no Wi-Fi, what's one thing you wish you had with you? I'm going to say my Kindle so I don't get bored. I can keep reading. Yeah, (laughs) that's always good. (laughs) This has been so lovely. Thank you so much for joining us today. I know that so many listeners will get a lot out of this episode, just even from a little business building nugget in there too. So thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom Tell us what's next for you, what's in the works for PBS, if you have any sneak peeks of any new machinery coming out. We always (laughs) like to hear about (laughs) what's coming. And, yeah, where can the listeners go and find you? Because I know that you're also active on socials, but then also maybe share the PBS contact details as well because I know some people might find it also a little bit scary reaching out to a wholesaler to ask about any particular brands, especially because there are so many under the PBS banner as well. They might be interested in one particular thing, but don't want to talk about everything. But that's not always the case when you can get in contact with the right person. So I'd love for you to share all of that. Yeah, definitely. So what's next for me? I'm definitely not um, moving away from PBS. It's um, I'm definitely part of that family. I absolutely love growing with them and seeing them grow as a business as well. I've obviously brought on a number of brands since I started five years ago. As far as I know, there's no more equipment coming on board as we've just taken on Polygen and Biotherapeutic last year. But we are definitely excited. We will be at Beauty Expo this year. So I don't know who's coming along and joining us, but we are super excited to be back in our in-person events. So if you are interested in seeing anything in action that you've maybe not seen with us before, especially equipment-wise, there will be demos happening all our expo weekend and all of our business development manager team will be there to ask as many questions as you like Yay, I hope so we, exciting I, yes, <laughs> we were just talking about how exciting it is just to be in person and then the the energy of the expo is so yeah. awesome as well so and I think for having equipment and stuff it is really great to see demos like we don't and like give ourselves permission enough as business owners to go in and get treatments if we were thinking about bringing in LED or skin needling. So it's nice to see it all in action and the expo will be the place, won't it? It definitely will. We just did non, myself and Denise did non-surgical symposium um, a couple of weekends ago and we were just saying how great it was to be back in front of people and people really excited to look at everything that's new and been happening in the past couple of years when we haven't been able to have these showcases. So super excited to bring you that as well. Reach out to our um, team at head office. They are an amazing customer service team and we will never overwhelm you with chatting about all of our brands at once. We will listen 
into what your needs are and what you're inquiring about and learn a little bit more about you. So you go through our head office team first and then you will be put in contact with your business development manager from there, depending on the area that you're in. You can follow Professional Beauty Solutions on Instagram. So their handle is just Pro Beauty Solutions. And we obviously have an Instagram page for each brand that we have as well. So if there's a particular brand you're interested in, you'll be able to find them on there. And then I can be found at Julie underscore Leverington underscore PBS. And I do like to share as much as I can on there, whether it's educational tips or about our brands. Amazing. Thank you so much. And we were talking about a little giveaway for our listeners. What is it that you would like our listeners to do with this episode? What's going to be their prize? (laughs) Okay. So I'd love to know what your takeaway is from listening to me and my little hints and tips that I shared today. So I'd love to hear that from you. And the lucky winner will get our brand new Image MD Restoring Power C Serum that was launched just a couple of months ago. It is a phenomenal product and seeing fantastic results even within a few days of using it. So whoever is the lucky winner of that will absolutely love it. Yay. Well, I will put all the directions of how to win in the show notes and probably pop that in our intro as well for everybody. So good luck. And thank you so much once again, Jules. I can't wait to give you a cuddle down at Expo. And thanks for having me. It was great chatting to you. Yes. Thank you everyone for listening as well. Talk to you soon. Bye.